Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. It's time to get set for an Edmonton Oilers hockey game that I won't feature. Decent execution. <laughs> the idea was good. It could idea was, you know, I played it in my mind and it seemed amazing. It might have been like Emmy worthy. Is this yeah. show up for an Emmy? It'd be up it for could an be. I, I had a dream about that the other day that we got nominated for an award. What's the Canadian Emmys? What's the Edmonton Emmys? Uh, the Eddies. There it is. The what are the Canadian Emmys? Uh, uh, well, the Gemini's, but they got repurposed. So there's a new name for the Gemini's. I don't know what it is. The Tonys is not it, is it? Tonys are like That's Broadway. Theater. That's Broadway. Uh, well, we could start singing. Good. I sing most times before the show. Yeah. Do you? Very, very often. Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> the Oilers are without Connor in Minnesota. Ooh, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a short for giant game day edition of the show. Musical edition. Uh, welcome into the Sports Closet studio, sportscloset.ca. You need some gear for the big game on Sunday. You know the Sports Closet has you covered, not just jerseys. They got the hats, the hoodies, the shirts, everything. Over on the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino YouTube chat, Rusty, our boy, the reckless optimist. We need some optimism today, yes. Rusty. Rusty, put it in my veins. He says, is it time to start freaking out about the lines again? Tyler. Oh, are you freaking out, Rusty? Tyler Come on, Mule- buddy. Tyler Mulekops in and says, don't worry. Matthias Janmark will fill the 64 goal, 89 assist hole in our top line. You're like, now is not the time to be a downer. We have to lift these boys up. Yep. Lift them. Yeah. Something's got to happen. That's for sure. Uh, something's got to happen. <laughs> You're in a great mood Jay's today. bringing the energy Ooh, today, yeah. and I'm here for it. <laughs> well, the minute you go musical, like yeah, you know, hey, we got we have to bring some positivity to this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go completely off script and say, "Pitch Perfect" is one of the best movie trilogies out there. I, do you know what? I would tend to agree. And, it's very. It's not very often you'll get a strong sequel to the first one. The third one wasn't as good as the first two. It ends good though. That song at the end, oh, powerful. Um, flashlight. Yeah. No, that's the second one. 
No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, because they're oh yeah, because they all come back. The third one is when she wins the DJ Khaled contest and gets to now go on tour with them. And it's it's Bella's coming out party. That's right. Yes, of course. And she sings Freedom. (laughs) Right. My apologies. You know these movies really well. (laughs) I have watched them a lot, Tyler. They are very good. They are very good. Fair enough. All right. Oilers heading to Minnesota tonight. A little one-game road trip for the team. Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Jay, you are a fellow Sherwood Ford, the giant customer. How depressing is it? I mean, it's great that you can open the app and start your vehicle from the app, but now that we're back in vehicle starting season, it's kind of sad. I drive a Ford Bronco. I am ready for the winter. Bring it on. Fair enough. All right. Oilers taking on the Minnesota Wild tonight. In their last five seasons against the Wild, the Oilers are three and nine. Not great, but don't worry. They're in Minnesota. Surely they're David, so don't worry at all. Surely they're better in Minnesota. No. In their last six games in Minnesota, the team is one in five, and they've been outscored 22 to 14 in the process. Because Minnesota is a fun vacuum. Sure. Although I would argue over the last couple of years, they've become less of a fun vacuum, a pretty exciting team with some good young players. We'll get into that throughout the show. Um, Seth Topol will join us. He's from Locked On Wild. He's going to break down this thing from a uh, wild perspective. Got some questions about their lineup because there's a few players I feel like maybe casual fans don't know about who they should probably start paying mm-hmm. attention to. There's some good talent on this wild roster. Uh, but first, I just want to start with a, a general question. Sherwood Ford giant question, you could say. Mm-hmm. Hit me. What are you expecting from this team tonight without Connor McDavid? Like, Do you think there's a chance that we get the the best effort we've seen from them all year and they're maybe ready to ready to fight for their captain a little bit. I I mean, you would hope so at least. I think you know what, like obviously McDavid's going to be a big factor missing. I think they'll miss him mostly on the power play is when they'll be the biggest noticeable part, but like they've they've gone back to the lines tonight that everyone's familiar with already. The top line is obviously mixed up with Yamark being on the, mm-hmm. on the first line, but the second and third line have played together a lot this season already, so I think it's just going to be a strong, going to have to be a strong team effort from everybody. You know, I'm still, you know, staying positive, you know, positive, <laughs> positive. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be the best ever because they don't have a choice. They got to play for their captain because they got to play without their captain. So I feel like they're going to show up tonight. It's just going to be one of those ones. We suck in Minnesota. It's boring in Minnesota. So what are yep. we going to do? We're going to go win a boring game in Minnesota. Perfect. Looking at the way the wild season has been going tonight actually might not be that boring. I'll have a little bit more on that in just a second. But I think we have seen at times the Oilers go and kind of show their best when they don't have Connor. I talked about this yesterday on the show, Jay, but do you remember that game a few years ago against the Pittsburgh Penguins at Rogers Place? Oilers are getting worked. McDavid goes down the tunnel. We are all freaking out. It was Wednesday night, national TV in in both Canada and the U.S., and they were down like 3-1. McDavid went down the tunnel. Drysdale scored like a goal of the year candidate. They played like 11 minutes of unbelievable hockey. Connor came back. Game was totally different. And I think they finished off the comeback and won that game. Ultimately, they have this ability. It seems to dig deep. I would say, though, there's pressure on everyone. And maybe pressure is not the right word. So I'll say Leon Drysdale will likely play tonight with a bit of a chip on his shoulder. I think these are the moments where he's got to sit there and go. A lot of people around the league say I'm the power play merchant who rides McDavid's coattails. This is your time to show that you're not that. I don't believe he is, by the way. I think he's more than capable of driving a team himself, but this is a unique opportunity for him to prove it. Yeah, it's his chance. And, you know, he's put the team on his back before. uh, And it's, you know, this, 
I think for a guy like Leon, he's he's a gamer, so I feel like this will be a motivation for him tonight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, get ready. I I tweeted yesterday. I hope he ate his Wheaties because probably gonna play thirty minutes tonight, Leon. We need you. Yeah, they uh, they might need a real big performance from uh, big number twenty nine. But also, I mean, we spent a lot of time in the offseason, Liam, talking about how the depth of this team is better. Yeah, they should be better equipped to withstand this than they have in years past. Jan Mark's on the first line. Yeah, Mark is on the first line. Well, well, well I'm well. I'm, I'm surprised Connor Brown isn't getting a shot in the first line tonight. He hasn't earned it, man. I know, That's but like. The thing. I don't know if anyone else has really earned it either. I guess Yamark was actually Yamark's working his tail game. off at least, but I, like I'm sure that's the the plan they have as well is Yamark will just go get the pucks. Okay. Yamark is a teenager, probably in the uh, like the national system for yep. Sweden. Probably scored a lot of goals. Have a look. Most of these kids did when they were young. Mm-hmm. Can he find that inner child? I don't believe so. <laughs> Okay. That was beautiful. <laughs> um, Matthias Janmark, when in the year 0809, playing in the U18 team, he scored 16 goals in 22 games. That's pretty good. 23 goals in 2012 as well. Has he put, did he play on the World Junior team? No. Ooh, no. He was a third round pick, though. Yeah. Um, I found that game by uh, Connor McDavid left. Okay. So the Oilers were down 2 3 uh, 1. Mm-hmm. So I was right there. David left the game. Mm-hmm. The other scored four goals in the second period. Tyson Berry assisted by Drysidle. Evander Kane assisted by Drysidle. News chipped in with a goal, not assisted by Drysidle, and Drysidle made it five three. That was the I think the that Drysidle the goal game. is the one where he like walked. Up yeah, it, it specifically says now that the NHL has upgraded their website. Mm-hmm. Shot backhand. Yeah, there so you go. I remember backhand. that one. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the Oilers have the ability to dig deep. Um, should we just get into the lines? Let's get into the lines. Brought to you by Sherwood Ford. The giant AB's got them pulled up here. Um, the top line for the Edmonton Oilers, centered by Connor McDavid. Wait, no. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, it's Leon Dreisaitl with Evander Kane and Matthias Janmark. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Zach Hyman and Warren Fogle. Ryan McLeod with Connor Brown and Dylan Holloway. The extra forwards are expected to be Adam Ernie and Derek Ryan. They're going with an 11-7 and approach. Here is... My best attempt at justifying Matthias Janmark being on the top line. I think that third line plays very, very well together. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't break him up. That second line has had a couple of very, very good games together. Mm-hmm. So if you're Jay Woodcroft, you know you're going to need a hell of an effort from all three lines. Man. You're putting dry title with two guys. <laughs> He's one in the Vander- drag two guys around the ice. Yeah, but I think... Well, Janmark he- will put in the effort, but like yeah. Kane, he's got a drag right now. The upside of this is a second and third line that have both looked very, 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 very good together so far this season. So don't, what's the saying? Don't cut off your nose to spite your face or something like that. Never cut off your nose. That should just be a golden rule. (laughs) Never cut off your nose. Don't judge a buck by its cover might be another good one. Well, I don't know if that necessarily well, applies here, but judging it being like, oh, this does not look good. And then you open the buck and it might be pretty good. We'll find yeah, out. And sure. The six. inside of the book is that the second and third lines are good. And yes. I don't think the title you, of the book, Connor McDavid's not starting. <laughs> don't cut yeah. off your nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think we're don't cut off your nose. Uh, Connor McDavid's not in the lineup story. <laughs> Maybe we're overreacting a little bit to labeling these as first, second and third lines. When in reality, this is an 11 and seven approach one. So dry settles probably going to get some shifts. Maybe with- nurse up on the wing. Oh God, Jay, don't say that. You know, that drives me nuts. Um, <laughs> nurse on the wing. 
playing with the big boy. I think maybe Doesn't we're just need to play D anymore. He is now a forward. Got it out yeah. of you. You good? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the music maybe, of Minnesota. I think maybe we're overreacting to the top line thing. I think the second and third lines have shown they've played together really well. And at the end of the day, you need some sort of a miracle to fill the hole that Connor McDavid leaves in your lineup. Maybe you just get two good games out of Matthias Janmark this week. You know what you're gonna get? You know what you're gonna get? That third line is gonna. They're having it's a coming out party. Dylan Holloway is taking a big step tonight. Why? Because he went to school in Wisconsin, and that's damn close to Minnesota. Mm. Sure. I think your, your justification of it is the only way to. Justify. I think so. It's like, just it's Woodcroft the sat there and said, it. Who's my best third line? That's my best third yeah. line. Who's my best second line? We're that's building the team line. around our third line. I think it'll build it around there. I think it's a weird twist the way you are. I, 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 I'm not disagreeing with your logic, but it's also kind of funny. <laughs> it's right, probably. It's almost the complete opposite of what the others do every night. We'll build around the first line and hope everything else works. Where you draft, say, well, you draft for your bottom else. six and then build around that. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. tonight we so you don't. So do you not agree with this Yanmark decision? If you were building the lines, if you could Freaky Friday body oh, swap it, it, with Jay Woodcroft, would, what would you do? Well, you're, you're not wrong. I'm, it's, it's just, I'm just making fun of the situation. Yeah. Like it's funny that like we have to like respect our third who like like have they scored? No. no. So they haven't scored. I know. Right? And but so but we can't break it up because they're like putting in the best effort, which I agree with. Yeah. That it <laughs> we have to create this and also the second line, which has been, you know, good. That we have to create this like really weird first line. I just hope like Leon's going up and down the lineup and I know when 11 and seven, he will be, but like, it's just like, it's just funny. Like Kane's been terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yamark's Yamark. You know, you, you know, you get the Yamark. I like Yamark as a depth forward. I like him as a fourth line. Right. It's just, it's just funny. Like it's like, yeah, it should be Connor Brown slotting in there. Probably should, be. but he does, hasn't earned it. I, yeah. And that's the problem. So it's, it's just- like, it's very funny. Like we think we have a deep roster. But we're so fragile that we can't break up our third line that hasn't scored yet. So that third line so far this season has played 1854 together at five on five. They've been good, I know, but it's like let's just talk. We're just talking about it. Yeah. They they also haven't given up a goal, which is I think something to note, right? Like I think that's a pretty trustworthy line in Jay Woodcroft's eyes. So again, like you're hoping, Agreed. you're hoping with Leon Drysidel on the ice, good things are gonna happen anyways, and he has that kind of gear to kick into tonight. And then I think the other part of this was just building some lines that Jay Woodcroft could really, really trust. Even Nugent Hopkins, Fogel and Hyman, 16 minutes together at five on five. They haven't been scored on yet. So again, you're putting together lines that, that just aren't going to burn you and then hoping someone has a big game. And I, I just don't, I don't hate the approach as much as I maybe did when I read it on Bob Stoffer's tweet this morning and was like, holy shit, what's going on? It's yes. But like, I'm just, Yes. But we don't have like Connor David gets out of the lineup, gets hurt. Yep. And like we don't even have remotely close to a first line right now. It's barely that first line is barely a second line mm-hmm. at the moment. So like our first line is our second line. Our second line, our first line is 
our second line. I, I don't. I don't even know what to call our first line. <laughs> we need it's to, just Leon Dreisaitl. We need to clip that and just zoom in on Jay with like all the numbers floating. <laughs> well, like, I'm saying, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Like, where do you put the first line? It's like to me, I just see Leon Dreisaitl. The uh, wing pairing have allowed the most goals five on five this season. Evander Kane and Connor Brown. So probably don't so, want to play those two guys together. Connor no. David between and, the two, and that's Woody playing the numbers. You gotta, you gotta spread out the liabilities at the moment. Insulated with McLeod and, and Holloway. It is funny how we're like, what are we, five, six games into the season now? Yeah. And the depth doesn't appear to be anywhere. Where all summer, and it is there. And obviously. we opened up this show saying we have depth, just for the record. We do just have keep depth. It it's just not playing well enough right now. Like, yep. it's funny. Like, that third line, like you said, has been excellent. Almost mm-hmm. every game they've played together, but they don't have a goal. If And against Nashville, yep. They really didn't produce much until the third period when the game was already gone. Like that line needs to step up tonight and create chaos. Like they, they're cha- they're a chaotic group, but they can for, buzz around. They're not chaotic in the good areas too. At the same time, like you never really see them like at the net and stuff like that, right? Mm. You need Connor Brown to be at the net whilst Holloway is, is like, flying in. I don't know, but he needs to be. I don't know. I, 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 I that's would, just a I, generic. Like I just. Don't know. I is think he, he probably McLeod is not. He loves the perimeter. He loves to buzz around. Holloway. Holloway could be like Holloway's strong. He's an everything guy. Maybe he should take over the net, but he also can buzz. You need him to buzz. Brown's got to find the net. But are they so so? Connor Brown needs to be the net guy. He's got to be the 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 badger. Yeah. Ryan says, "Are we reading too much into it? Considering it's just wing pairs with rotating centermen, and, and that could very well end well, up." How else are we too. supposed to fill an hour of show? <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna dig into the Minnesota Wild side of things, and. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Riley is in with one. He says, I understand what Tyler is saying, but at the same time, are we just doing mental gymnastics to buy that top line? Smart people can justify anything. That's why cults have higher IQs on average. <laughs> I didn't pre-read that. Maybe I should have. You're calling you us could, a cult. You could have just stopped. Well, we are. We, you know, we are a very passionate fan base. That would be culty. Yeah. Smart people can justify anything. Sure. If you want to give me that much credit in my justification of this, why not? You know who probably does hold the keys to a victory tonight? The keys to victory for sure for the Giant? It's our boy Jack Campbell, who's going to get the start. He's going to go head-to-head with Philip Gustafson. Jack Campbell's numbers look okay. Save percentages above 900. That's kind of what we've set as the bar for Campbell this season, is if he can be above well, 900. Think about how the start he had. Like he had a claw back from 750 to get yeah. to 902. That's pretty good. And against Philly, like he wasn't terrible. Four goals on 32 shots. There was the one he we really wanted him to have back, the shorty. Um, but other than that, I thought he was fine. He was obviously lights out against Nashville. Maybe this is the Campbell we're getting, where it's below average start, great start. Below average start, great start. And he'll piece the season well, together that way. Well, let's look at Gustafson. He has a shutout, and he's only a 906. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Phil, Philip Gustafson, very, very interesting start to the season because it's similar to Campbell in a sense. He's where it's high. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. Starts the season with a 41 save shutout of the Florida Panthers. Second game of the year, seven goals on 33 shots to the Leafs. Third game of the year, five goals on 54 shots Ooh. to the Minnesota Wild. He's just tired at that and, point. And a lot of those goals against the Leafs came in the third period, didn't they? Not, yeah. Wasn't it 3-3 after two? Yeah. Something like that. All so right. maybe the Oilers will get a third period goal tonight. Oh, well, we got to bring the effort that in the would third be period. That's the thing. <laughs> they brought it last game. Last game, it was there in the third. And also, the first just, time. just taking a look at the Minnesota Wild so far, and we'll get into our game notes in a second, but 
when they've gone up against, I mean, I shouldn't even say good hockey teams. They've been exposed a couple of times by teams. Florida put up 40, 40 plus shots on them. Columbus put up 50 plus shots on them. And that was their last game actually on October 21st. So again, this is a Minnesota team that has kind of been exposed at different points early on in the season. It has not been a great, great, great start to the year for them. So again, Maybe some areas for the Oilers to get to in this one. Uh, let's get to our game notes for this one and the matchup against the Wild. And it is brought to you by our friends at Wendy's. We are launching a survivor game over at dailyfaceoff.com. It's coming in the next few days. Hoping to get that launched up right away. Um, but you know, it's very real and very spectacular. The new burger at Wendy's, the barbecue bacon cheeseburger, the cheese oozes and melts they got not onions on there liam the little crunchy onions are in there nice. and the barbecue sauce i can't tell if this is on purpose from wendy's or if i'm just soft the barbecue <laughs> sauce has a bit of a bite to it it's a little spicy <laughs> might be a bit of both i i think you're a little bit i soft, think tyler but... finds mayonnaise <laughs> spicy <laughs> hey now how about you try the burger and then you let me know if it's spicy or not yeah well trust me i'm gonna be trying it yeah i agree i'm all about the fried onions. Inside i said it before i used to put onion rings on a burger they just do the fried onions fantastic it's a little bit lighter squeezes down a little bit easier it's better we're uh yeah we're working on something gonna be a lot of of those burgers in my future and i can't wait all right uh digging into some numbers for this one the minnesota wild to start the season two two and one through five games they are ninth in the league in goals four per game 30th in goals against per game on average their games have seen 7.8 goals total Maybe a little bit of a sneaky overnight. We'll talk about that later in the show for Betway. They and have been, we contribute to the over, though. We need to contribute to it. Yeah. Uh, so far, their special teams have been incredibly mid. 14th in power play percentage, 16th in PK percentage. The special teams battle, very interesting to break down in this hockey game. Because how will the Oilers power play look without Connor McDavid? This is another lineup decision I kind of wanted to get into. Evander Kane getting reps in the bumper spot at Oilers practice. I honestly think the best move would have been to just put Ryan McLeod up on the Oilers top power play unit. Or why don't you put a second defenseman? Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Darnell Nurse then, yeah. Like it just completely flipped the script because like, yeah, McLeod maybe, but like he's, you can't fill that McDavid role of buzzing around and making those like plays yeah. and passes. But like he'd help you on the rush. He'd be that McDavid. Speed he can help factor. you on the rush. Yeah. But like, that's it. So I think you got to go like old school and like a lot of like pressure from the point collapse. Like if Kane's going to be on the ice, put some, you know, some meat in there and they can just fight in the paint. I think it doesn't need to be yeah. pretty for the next little while. It's just no. got to be enough until Connor gets and back. Odin gets says through, it yeah. here, but maybe they're hoping that this is just some gravy minutes to get Evander Kane going. I've, I think that's why they need more than anything. Like if yeah. David's not in the lineup, then you need the other guys to contribute. And Kane is last game was better from him in spurts. So I think they need him to finally break out. And I think giving him the maximum opportunity to do so is only going to help that. 
and we can talk about earned and everything, but like at this point, it's just like, okay, someone needs to <sighs> just get goal. it done. Yeah. We just got to get it done. And I think that's another part of it here is when you're missing, obviously the biggest piece in your lineup, the best player in the game, you kind of don't have the luxury to be looking around and going, who earns it? I, you know, I'm going to sit you because you're not playing well. If you're Jay Woodcroft, you almost have to wipe this lay clean for the night and be like, I don't care what Evander Kane said after the game or during the game. I don't care how he's playing. Don't care about anything. I'm going with trustworthy and guys with upside. And I mean, again, yeah, and Mark and Kane, it's trustworthy on one end and it's a guy with upside on the other. I also just digging into this lineup. I wonder if maybe they shouldn't have looked at calling someone up. I know it's early in the year, but you're looking for someone to come give you an offensive spark for a few games. Could probably swap Adam Ernie for someone. Who? Probably Lavoie. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, why would you not bring him up and give him a look with a skilled guy? This seems like the perfect time to do it for a couple of games. He'd yeah. help you score, and you know you're probably going to have issues scoring. Yeah, I kind of thought about that a little bit too, calling somebody up. And by all accounts, Lavoie has been pretty good to start the season in Bakersfield. Saw Ryan Holt say he put forth a man-against-boys performance. I uh, I bet you, depending on what happens tonight, a call-up could be in our future. If we don't perform tonight, you can almost guarantee there'll be a call up. I, I feel like I want Adam Ernie in the lineup because he's kind of the only guy to me that has sandpaper. When I look at but that do you need sandpaper group. or do you need, well, without Connor scoring. McDavid, I don't know. I might need a little bit of everything else to pick up. I just want effort. I think and like goals. It's just Ernie. Well, I shouldn't say so effort. Cause then we'd just be celebrating <laughs> the third line and playing the parade around an amazing line. that isn't scoring. <laughs> what about, Maybe Kajula would have been a good option. I get it. Like he's not <laughs> the been, Drake. I just mean in the sense of like he's Love gonna give you that energy and like a little bit of grittiness. And he has some offense to him. We've seen it, right? Like two dollar tacos and margarita special, the Bakerfield's Bakersfield yeah, Condors. That would have been a great sale on a Tuesday. On a t- what are you guys talking about? I'm on the Bakersfield website. Yes. I was gonna look at their numbers. <laughs> I was also <laughs> very confused. <laughs> I don't know. The Oilers at least have options in Bakersfield. Ben Gleason, two points in two games. Same with uh, Lavoie down there. Two assists. Drake Kajula has only scored five goals since the beginning of the 2020 season in the NHL, and he's played like 50-some games. How many years Lavoie scored? Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue against that. Um, yeah, also, the math checks out. Also, Drake Kajula, gone, he's going with the full-shaved head look now. Really? Yeah, I'm looking at his profile on NHL.com. He looks, wow, look at that. I bumped into him. I went to one of the Oilers preseason games and he was walking around the concourse with all the suit guys. Drake Kajula was? Yeah. (laughs) And I bumped into him and I had the, holy cow, he's bald now? Like I do a triple take. Apparently, more aerodynamic. Michael in the chat says Kajula's out for two months. Ah, well, that'll throw a wrench in your plans. That'll get you. <laughs> That'll probably stop you from calling him up. Don't think yeah. he'll help that much. Uh, but yeah, I, I I do agree with your point, Jay. I think like if tonight goes bad, if they lose, like knock on wood, they lose five one tonight. No, yeah. we're probably getting a recall tomorrow at some yeah. point. But let's be let's be real for a second, Jeff. We can't lose tonight. Cannot lose. <laughs> we just well, cannot lose tonight. We can't. We can't. I can't handle it anymore. I'm preaching patience. I'm held together by. Just po- tr- the remaining positive thoughts I have and Excel gum. <laughs> it is, I'm falling apart at the seams here. Remember when the Wild used to play at the Excel Energy Center? What no. is it now? It's got to be something different. Minnesota. I thought it still was. 
Maybe it is. Maybe so oh, it is. Yeah, it still is the XL Energy yeah, Center. It's so boring. They've had the same name forever. <laughs> yeah. Classic Minnesota. Although their rink is nice. I'd love to go watch a game. There. I know. Well, the green seats dipped. are so they cool. They could have went Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Oiler game. Bach oh. to Bach, man. I, I saw all the traveling media guys were, uh, were at the game last mm-hmm. night. That's sick. That football stadium out there looks awesome. Uh, Naeem is in. Any chance Jeff Jackson fires Holland before <laughs> the deadline? I think we're getting... I think we're losing the plot a little bit here. <laughs> Let's relax. People. Like one, three, and one, not great. Uh, I yeah, do get your point, Jay. Time. One, four, and one would be very ugly. Like I know at, it's at some point it gets late early. At some point, we have the guts to get out of this, but we got to show the guts. I want to see the guts. Halloween's yeah. close. Show me your guts again. If there's ever a reason, or uh, if there was ever going to be a motivating factor for this team to dig deep. And find a way to get a dub. It's it's again. It's do it for your Hunter goddamn McDavid. captain. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Over on the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino YouTube chat. Yeah, a lot of people saying you got to show a little urgency. Hundred um, percent. That that's going to be the big effort. thing. Like effort. effort it wasn't effort. there against Philly. I, I thought it came back at, it in, in waves against yeah. Winnipeg. That's why we updated the give a shit meter and we put uh, the Oilers and the Jets were pretty close on our give a shit meter after last game. I'm hoping that when we update this thing again tonight, the Oilers are like way up there. The wild can be wherever. doesn't matter if you all work them. I'd put the Oilers a little bit higher on the meter. I will be updating that later tonight. tonight. So we're also going into this game. The the whole joke about Minnesota is they have how much in dead cap space? 14, 15 million. Well, with Connor on the IR, aren't we very similar? 14.7. Then yeah, Connor would be 12.5. Yep. So it's pretty evenly matched up. Just saying some perspective there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, I, I have some cap related questions to ask our wild guest when uh, he jumps in here. But first we got a question here from our boy Nils, who I believe is one of the, uh, the, Ger- the German yeah, friends. Uh, he wants to know our thoughts on the frozen frenzy thing. The NHL is doing tonight. It is the first time in NHL history that all 16 or there are 16 games on the schedule. Um, here's a quick look at what you got tonight. It gets going at four o'clock mountain with the Leafs and caps. And it wraps up at nine o'clock mountain is when the Philly Vegas game starts, which means for flyers fans, they'll be watching game seven NLCS and then rolling to a flyers game that starts at 11 Eastern insane. Uh, Nil says it's weird. It's on a Tuesday and I agree with them hundred percent. I like the theory behind this, but putting it on Tuesday's odd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I like the idea. Uh, I'd like to know why they went on a Tuesday. Like put it on a Friday or a Saturday, and it, it's probably way more electric. You could start at like 10 a.m. Saturday's yeah. hockey day. Like it, it writes itself. Yeah. It just Or you should have done this to kick off the season. To, oh my Look at Liam. Liam, you... <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> like, it, the schedule is awful. It's so, so bad all the time. Like, well, why are we doing this on Tuesday? Like, do you know what? This would have been a great like Friday. You know, you can try and get yep. out of work a little bit early to on catch a game, mm-hmm. lead all the way through, and then you kick off your weekend. But then you know what the NHL would have done? Played one game on Saturday, and then it probably would have been one game on Sunday too. So maybe that would have been a terrible idea too. But the NHL, like, I like the idea, but shockingly, they missed again. Like, it's, 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 I know you hate the schedule. It's so bad in every single way. Well, well, the schedule, like, as someone who's part of the Nation Vacation Planning Committee. It is always the, the minute the schedule comes up, you always hold like, is this the year that shit's going to line up and never does. We're going to places on a Tuesday. Yeah. Going to places on a, sometimes on a weekend. 
sometimes Full on lucky. a family day long weekend. Yeah, Jake says what makes me mad is that there's then one game tomorrow. And yeah, that was and the other was shitty part. Last night. One game last night, one game today. Like you probably could have scheduled a few more back to backs in this thing. Uh, Frank also brought up an interesting point. How did they make this work with enough referees? Like how deep oh, did yeah. they have to dig to get 16 sets oh. of officials? Because that usually wouldn't be that big of an issue. They must have that many. That must be every ref in the cover because refs are always traveling. Yeah, I guess. So if they all just. And that's probably why they can only have one game tomorrow because, like, there's all this logistics. Yeah. Fair enough. Seems so silly. I don't know, but it's, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like there's nothing to, like, celebrate around it. Like, it's just a thing they're doing. It's just like, does that get you? It's not like some amped? sort of anniversary of, like, the league or something like that. It's literally just like, hey, let's try this. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see if the ESPN frozen whatever red zone thing works. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like I the Octobox? Pretty much, yeah. So you can go, ESPN's going to have a broadcast with John Bucci-Gross. That is just him sitting there being like, let's go to this game. Let's go to this game. Four games up. Three of them are on the power play. Well, if that's why they're trying it, then I'm for it. Because it's Mm -hmm. about trying to grow the game in the States. And like, you know, Red Zone is like so popular that if you could do it and it it works and people get, you know, then maybe on a Saturday you make it so every team always plays on a Saturday. This is the beta test. And you have the the Octobox. Do you want to know another thing about tonight? That just doesn't really help this at all. The NBA starts tonight. Oh, tonight's NBA season. NBA starts. So why would you not do this last Tuesday when there was no NBA on? And Denver go head to head at 5.30, which I think is when the bulk of these games start. And then you have the Suns and the Warriors. Like, come on. Like, do it tomorrow. I don't know. Do it yesterday. Yeah, to do it on a Monday. Like, yeah, uh, I, I think you're right with that. Uh, all right. Our guest is running a couple minutes late. We're going to catch up with Seth Topol in just a second. But before we do that, let's get to uh, the Minnesota Wild side of things in their lineup report for our friends at Sherwood Ford. Top line for the Wild, Ryan Hartman, Matt Zuccarello, and Kirill Kaprizov. Ryan Hartman is a guy like they picked this dude up off the scrap heap, and he is a legit top six centerman for them. I think he makes like 1.5 million this year as well. Like he 1.7 million this year. Wow. Um, he grinds for him. Like he's going to be a thorn in the Oilers side tonight. I like Ryan Hartman a lot. Yeah. I, I like him too. He's a player. I would like to see in copper and blue one day. If I had to be honest, even the extension they gave him, like four he's only million. 4 million bucks. And how did they get him again? They got him. Oh, they picked him up as a UFA on July one. This guy's been traded three times in his career already. Took him till. I mean, basically 21-22 when he would have been 27 to pop when he scored 34 goals that season. So I like Ryan Hartman. He centers their top line with Kaprizov and Zuccarello. Joel Erickson-Eck with Marcus Johansson and Patrick Maroon. Patrick Maroon on the right side. So Where's Boldy? Is he hurt? Yes. Yeah, Boldy's out. So, Let's missing- go. so they have way more cap space with Boldy out too. <laughs> they are actually very banged up. They're missing Mason Shaw, Matt Boldy, Jared Spurgeon, and Alex Goski tonight. Oh, the um, goose. The thing I want to talk about with Maroon, remember the last time the others played him? Oh, yeah. The- remember he started a bit of a brouhaha and he clipped McDavid, knocked him down. It was a whole thing. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. You're thinking of like Vander Kane? Yeah, he was the one who hurt Vander Kane. Was it the same game? Obviously. No, they played after that back in Edmonton. I didn't. Ref- I forgot about that one, but that's what yeah. came to mind. Um, Marco Rossi will center Frederick Goudreau and Marcus Felino. Felino. Connor Dewar with Brandon Duhame and Vinny Laterra. Brandon Duhame, I think, scored two shorthanded goals in like 35 seconds against the Habs last week. I remember. I thought now if you score a shorthanded goal, the penalty's over. What? 
wish. Yeah, there's a lot. Isn't that? Oh, uh, that was presented in Europe or something oh, like that. They're trying out those. Oh rules. yeah, I, that I, is, I feel like it's like being discussed though and coming down the it, pipe. It's one of those trial things that I think the NHL is keeping an eye on. Yeah. Um, who I think it's the SHL that's doing it. Yeah, if you score a shorthanded goal, your guy gets to come out of the box. It's like double jeopardy. Double Jeopardy? Do you know what Double Jeopardy is? Nope. All right. Blue line for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Jonas Brodine with Kalen Addison. Jacob Middleton with Brock Favor. Dakota Mermis, who I did not know was a person until now, is playing with John Merrill. Um, So again, they're missing a couple bodies on the back end, but they got a couple of young pieces there. Like Brock Favor is going to be legit. I'm a big Brock Favor guy. Yeah, I like how he wears glasses. Did you know that? That's what you like about it. Not on the ice, off the ice. But every time he There's does like, something, eighty like percent of NHLers wear glasses. <laughs> I know, but um, eighty zero. I like him because he has contacts. Off, man. Chris Peters, <laughs> yeah. who also a fellow glasses wearer. Every time Brock Faber does something, he tweets out like a picture of Brock Faber. It just makes me. All right. Me. Do you have a fetish for glasses? No, no, oh, no. That's weird, man. <laughs> we had Waz's glasses on the show yesterday. We did. Two days in a row. Okay. So, so far, our analysis of the Minnesota Wild lineup has been, I don't know that guy. And I like him because he wears glasses. So, I think we need some help in this department, boys. <laughs> Matt Zuccarello is the uh, self, not self-proclaimed, because uh, that means he would proclaim it, but uh, my people of Norway proclaimed prince All right, of enough. Norway. We need help breaking down the Minnesota Wilds. Let's go to the Star Mechanical guest line. Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. You can find them online, starmechanical.ca. Seth Topol is the host of Locked on Wild, and he joins us on the show. Seth, a sigh of relief for Wild fans as they get to face an Oilers team that doesn't have Connor McDavid tonight. Uh, just maybe give us a little bit on how the start of the season's gone for Minnesota. Well, it's uh, it's been a rocky one to say the least, and there's been a lot of defensive breakdowns that have led to teams being able to just score at will uh, against Philip Gustafson, who's a, a pretty darn good goalie. Uh, it's been just an inability to defend the front of the net. Uh, turnovers in the defensive zone have led to a ton of uh, a ton of chances. It's been 65 high danger chances for opponents so far this season in five games. Just did a show on this today, 65 high danger chances, 48 high danger shots. So you're giving up roughly 10 high danger shots a game, which is just too much for a goalie to do. So the wild need to tighten things up defensively to be able to get back on track. It's, it's, uh, it's been rough so far to start the season. So you would say the absence of Jared Spurgeon has become very present in this team right now. Yes, they they miss him dearly. And it's interesting because one of the things that I think they've struggled with most is just keeping the front of the net clean. And it's it's not something you think of with Spurgeon, but recalling back to just previous seasons, he is somebody that does like to kind of get in the front of the net and try to keep things going. But um yeah, it's they have missed every second of what he brings on the ice from a communication standpoint, from a production standpoint, from a leadership standpoint. It's a it's a glaring hole that this team just has not been able to fill so far. So you've told us a bunch of reasons why we shouldn't be scared of the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> Maybe tell us some reasons why we should be scared of the Minnesota Wild. Well, we have been waiting for Kirill Kaprizov to get going, and I say that almost tongue-in-cheek because he has scored a couple of goals so far this season, but just quite hasn't looked like Kirill Kaprizov. And everybody around the NHL knows once he gets going, 
He can give you two, three goals in the snap of a finger. And so if that line can get their production going, if we can get some good production from the second line, which looked great against Columbus, that top six can be a problem for uh, for anybody out there. And especially with, um, as I'm sure you guys have discussed, the uh, the goaltending for the Oilers so far this season, it, you don't want to see things snowball. And so if this wild offense can start to get some consistent traction going, they can score goals in bunches. One guy who's helping juice up the offense a little bit is Joel Erickson X. Seven points already on the season. The easy pot shot to take at the Minnesota Wild is the dead cap space and be like, aha, 14 point whatever million. It's hilarious. It's also very easy to overcome that when you can have a guy like Joel Erickson X making $5.25 million. Like, what a steal of a contract. Does he look like a guy who's maybe ready to take another step forward this year? He does. And we know all the things that he brings defensively, the face-offs, the physical play, being just a complete pain to play against. Um, opponents regularly mention how they don't like playing against him because of what he does out on the ice. But if you can take all of that and all of a sudden now he turns into a 30-goal scorer, that's a guy who is a huge piece for this Minnesota Wild team. And he's the net front guy in the power play. He just is feasting on his opportunities. And so if you can get a 30-goal season out of Jewel Erickson Eck this year at $5 million, that, uh, that is a bargain. Yeah, your top six centers making a combined basically $7 million, $6.95 million. That is, uh, that is quite the nice piece of work there by Billy Guerin, the former Oiler, mm. Billy Guerin. I, I always think it's interesting to ask fans about what they think about their team's GMs because I think you always have a rosier view as an outsider. Like, Oilers fans frustrated with Ken Holland all the time. Other people from outside might not quite understand that considering the team appears to be built. Well, I look at what Bill Guerin's done in Minnesota and it's like, man, there's some great signings in here. That Philip Gustafson for Cam Talbot trade might go down as one of the best trades of the last decade in the NHL. Do wild fans love Bill Guerin? Do you think he's properly appreciated? Well, it's funny because I think up until recently, fans were fully behind him with what he was trying to do, navigate through the, uh, the rest of these dead cap hits and then really make some big splashes and try to put a team together to make a legitimate run at the Stanley Cup. Fans see this as an old roster that has not had any success in the postseason. And so seeing guys like Matt Zuccarello, Ryan Hartman, Marcus Foligno all get locked into long-term deals is, is frustrating because people, I think, assumed that we were going to get kind of a blank canvas once these uh, once these buyouts are done, but Bill Guerin values the continuity. He values the fact that this is a playoff caliber team every single season, and wants to keep this nucleus together so that you're trying to fill one or two holes as opposed to trying to fill entire lines worth of players and relying on prospects who sometimes do yes pan out, but let's be honest, a lot of times prospects don't. So it's a situation where fans, I think, just kind of want to get through these next two years. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see uh, how it plays out. Yeah, it uh, it really is. But I think another thing that maybe works in Garen's favor in that argument, like all you got to do is get in. Like I know the Florida Panthers are now the easy example with all of this, but it doesn't matter what seed you are. If you yeah. get to the big dance, and I mean, they got a goalie like Philip Gustafson, who when he's hot, like we saw last year, one of the best goalies in the league, man. 
all, all they got to do is just keep getting in. And this team at least has the ability to, to scrap their way through a few rounds, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a situation where they just have to execute their system. It, it's a system that over the last few years has beaten almost every team that there is in the NHL. It's a little harder in the postseason when you're playing the same team over and over because you get kind of the tell on your opponent. Your opponent gets a tell on you. And then it gets a little easier to exploit some of those weaknesses that you have. But bottom line is this has been a playoff team over the last few seasons. Yes, you'd like to see a little bit more postseason success, but ultimately that will come. And uh, it's just a matter of just staying healthy and playing your best hockey as the, uh, the postseason gets going. Last one. This one came in from the YouTube chat from Naeem, who wants to know how Marco Rossi's been looking this year. You know, I have been impressed with what we've seen from Rossi so far. There was a lot of pressure on him last season to come in and I think be a top six guy right away because he was taken ninth overall. Your expectation is he's going to be one of those guys. And it just didn't work out from the get go. He played 20 games. He had one point. And so he spent the rest of the year in Iowa, worked on the other aspects of his game. And this year he has come up. He's winning battles on the boards. He is just flying around with energy. And I think the fact that there's been less pressure on him to score has helped him just focus on being an NHL guy. And the question can't be debated right now. He is an NHL guy. So he has accomplished that so far this season. I think, honestly, he probably should have three or four goals at this point, just has had a couple that have not quite gone in. So if he just continues at it like he has, he's going to be just fine. A Minnesota Wild team looking to find some consistency and Edmonton Oilers team looking to sneak out a win without the best player in the world. It's going to be an interesting one tonight, and we appreciate you giving us some insight here, Seth. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. There you go. Seth Topal from Locked on Wild. I tagged him in a tweet as well. If you would like to go give him a follow. Oh, damn it. I forgot to ask him about Brandon Duhame. Oh, I promised him I would. His thing says he's the president of the Brandon Duhame fan club. Seth, you're still there. Tell me why we should love Brandon Duhame. <laughs> yeah, I got you guys. Um, Duhame, honestly, he's a fun player to watch because he plays with a ton of energy. He throws his weight around. He's not the biggest guy, but he still throws his weight around like he's somebody that weighs, you know, 230, 240. And he just provides a spark. He provides a spark every time he's on the ice, whether it be shorthanded goals, as you guys alluded to before I hopped on, or just throwing the gloves down on somebody. He he provides energy that this team needs. And it, it's easy to like the, the top-level guys on your team. But if you can find somebody that's more of a, uh, a bottom six performer and really rally behind them, that's where the real stories come from. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we'll let you go. We'll let you get on with your day. Thank you, Seth. (laughs) Thanks, guys. There you go. Uh, Seth Topol on the Star Mechanical guest line. Starmechanical.ca. Giddy up. Oilers Wild tonight, 7 o'clock puck drop with me, which means 6 o'clock start for pre-gaming with Boardsy, myself, Aaron, Pat Puff, going live hour before the game to get you all set up for this matchup once again. Giddy up. That's Big right. That's day. right. Come hang out in the chats. Tyler, we're going to be breaking this one down. I think tonight I also have Mr. Zach Lang for Oilers Nation After Dark. I always like watching a game with Zach because he, you know, he kind of watches it differently than I do. Mm-hmm. It's very analytical too. Yep. Very statistic based. It's going to be nice. Maybe we can maybe we can clash a little bit tonight. Pre-game with Boardsy, Oilers Nation After Dark tonight on the Oilers Nation YouTube. If you're not subscribed already, you're insane and you should do it. 
Well, and 30,000 subs means a lot. Yeah. $17,400 right now. So we got to get on that, people. Come on. A lot of work to do. Subscribe Uh, if you're not subscribed, please. (laughs) Let's get to tonight's menu. It's delivered by DoorDash. Ding dong. Let DoorDash be your holiday hat this holiday season. You agreed to host a big party. What's going on out there? Come on, I'm in the middle of an ad read. They're filming Waz TikToks. Waz TikToks. <laughs> Use the promo code at the top of your screen. If you're one of our listeners in Canada, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. Download the DoorDash app. Enter that code, all caps, NATION25. Dash that for the win. Tonight, the appetizer, I suppose, is the fact that it is game seven of the NLCS. But yes. that does get going at six o'clock tonight. That should be a very good baseball game, though. Were you surprised by the outcome yesterday? The Rangers going to the finals? Well, especially because the Astros, like, they go up and, I mean, they're down 3-1 after the first, but I just felt like that Astros team was going to have the ability to dig deep. I can't believe how Houston or Texas just rolled them. Yeah. Crazy stuff happening in baseball nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jays with it. Why you got to say shit like that? <laughs> well, I, all I can I do is imagine, Liam. Conversation. <laughs> yeah. But if you watch the teams that are playing right now, you understand why the Jays aren't there. Uh, Quite frankly, I, on paper, I don't understand why the Jays aren't there. Nope. Their pitching was excellent, yep. and their batting lineup is probably one of the best in the league, and they sucked. Well, yeah, they just choked. Can't yeah. get picked off on second base, Vlad. Hey. You got to also hit the baseball. Uh, yeah. I know. That's why I said on paper. Ah. Uh, so, but I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> that's what, that's what I I'm, test. I how test. do they compare against the teams that are currently still in? I'm surprised they made the playoffs. There you go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, Phillies and Diamondbacks tonight should be a very, very good on playoff. Baseball is the best. But, of course, what you all care about the most is... Big slate of 16 NHL. I've got games. what you and Frank like. Here. Yeah, there you go. The, the Frank and I did uh, our three games to watch on either side this or God. around the league this evening. I did Buffalo, Ottawa, Edmonton, Mini, uh, Philly, Vegas are my three. Frank did Buffalo, Toronto. Ottawa is a good pick. Yeah. Frank had Buffalo, Ottawa, too. Then he also had Rangers, Calgary, and Leafs, Caps. And his Leafs, Caps should be good just to kick off the day. Um, Ovi's in a slump, man. If he doesn't I score think tonight, the caps are toast. I think they might be too. But if Ovi doesn't score tonight, I think it's the longest goalless drought of his career. Did he get a shot? Yeah, he's got a shot. He's now. got a shot now. Yeah. Um, that was that's a crazy stat. The fact he went back to back games and it was the first time in his career. Yeah, that was that was nuts. Um, there is the full Tuesday slate. What kind of uh, excites you guys? Carolina, Tampa Bay is going to be very good. I think. Yeah, there'll be a lot of goals there because goaltending apparently just doesn't exist in either market at the moment. So that'll be big. Um. New Jersey, Montreal will be fun. Yep. I think this is could some, be high scoring. Montreal has been interesting. Yes. Crappy. Pesky. Um, Disappointed in the Sabres start this year, though. Like, this is a big game for them tonight against Ottawa because they're a couple games under 500. Tage Thompson only has one point. And they're two yeah. teams that are kind of like compared to one yeah. another as like coming up together. So, like, this is like a like a derby, if you will. That's the game for me tonight. I had both of those teams making the playoffs. So, they, like you said, they're very similar. And I think they're taking that next step. It'll be nice to watch a couple of young young teams going at it. I think the Yotes and Kings could be decent. I was this close to throwing some money on the Yotes, but then they announced Ingram's getting the start, not Vimelka, and I can't do that. Fair enough. I like them those dogs. I like them as dogs. Oilers are dogs. Oilers are dogs oh. tonight, which ties into our Betway segment. Nineteen plus, please play responsibly. The Oilers, yes, underdogs on the money line as they roll into Minnesota. Ooh. That's your dog? More That's of a my, howl? Uh, uh, maybe it was my call for the wild. <laughs> yeah. Did you not? like? I was like almost today years old, but like maybe a year and a half ago, oh, years old. 
Are when you, I re- realized there was a bear in the wild logo. I can't believe that. Whenever people say like, oh, I never saw that. I'm stunned. How do you not see that? I was the dress I, is blue and there was no fucking bear there until a year and a half. Ago. I agree that the dress is blue, um, but the bear has always been there. Um, if you want to get real greedy, <laughs> it is think, like so obvious. So like, what did you think it was? It's such an obvious bear that you almost feel like you should spray it with bear spray. It's almost that fucking it's in your face. It's a great logo, to be honest. Underrated. Awesome. Underrated I did not logo. know what it meant. And when they wear and their... Is Minnesota really bear country? Probably. Come up here, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'll show you some bears. Remember, yeah. I saw a bear this summer. It was Whoa. scary. Really? What kind of bear? Black bear. Yeah. Wow. Very so common. Twice. Twice. Same one? Yeah. We were on... Uh, First off, I was scared. I'm not afraid yeah. to admit that. I was frightened. It's, it's a goddamn bear, bear dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's okay. <laughs> so we were scared. we just finished putting on one hole. We were golfing at uh, at Grey Wolf out in Indiana. Oh yeah, that's bear country. Yeah, and I was about to start driving, and my dad was like, "Whoa, there's a bear!" And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "It just ran across." So we called the clubhouse, and they I don't mean, care. Uh, yeah, and they were like, "Okay, thanks, keep driving." Yep. And I was like, "What the hell? Like that's a bear?" Anyways, went to the next hole, played the next hole. It was like a long par five. And we got to the end. There was washrooms there. Stopped to the washrooms. My girlfriend came out of the washroom and the bear was like 20 feet away from the bathroom door. Uh, yeah, I, when I teed off a gray wolf, and this is like a bunch of courses, but like the starter was like, yeah, there's been, uh, we've seen three bears in the course today. All good. Enjoy your round. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never seen a bear. So after we saw that bear again, it did look similar to this, but black. Um, <laughs> Not green. <laughs> I just, I, I could never get it. I'm like, oh, they're like out in the wild. You just thought it was like a cool shape. Yeah. Well, I I'd actually never got the shape. I want to be totally honest with you. We're in the safe space until we just started talking about this. You didn't know you there was didn't a bear. Yeah. I didn't think that because you're not looking for it. Exactly. Like the wild, I didn't, like oh, I didn't out think the wilderness. that much about it. I just always thought of it as a wild something. Well, what's wild short for? Wilderness, and that just looks like the wilderness. Yeah, is that I don't know. Is that necessarily a bear or is that no? Just that's a, a goddamn bear, bro. Gotta be a wolf. Yeah. It's got the nose, it's got the mouth. I, We're gonna take that bear down tonight. Oh man, that is a bear. <laughs> well, it could be like a cougar or something, but it's bear. Uh, okay, Oilers are dogs in this hockey game. We are also bringing back our very popular segment, our head-to-head matchup. The yes. three of us picking a bet every day, and we're gonna be tracking it throughout the better year way out here to, s- to see who's the best. Uh, let's flash up the board here. This is what we got tonight. Um, Liam chose the photos. <laughs> These photos are electric. Liam, you can go first. <laughs> That's me on the roof of Little Brick. Yeah, I googled your name and that came up. <laughs> so I thought it would be a good option. That was an article for <laughs> the, the 2017 stuff. playoffs. Yeah, look great. Why were you on the roof of Little Brick? I don't know. Cause like, oh, let's let's do like a epic photo that's got like downtown the backdrop. Like the only way to do that is we go on the roof of Little Brick. You have an age okay. today. Okay, so you're doing dry settle over one and a half. Argue that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> why not? Right, it, pretty much every game but one. Sure. Uh, I'm going Zach Hyman over three and a half shots, paying out a rather nice plus 125. Uh, Zach Hyman has only hit this in two of five games to start the year, but did it against Winnipeg, playing up with Leon Dreisaitl, or sorry, playing back on the second line with Nuge and Fogel. And I think that line's going to get a lot of good stuff done. So I like it. And I'm just, you know, this is like the Oilers are just going to be the Oilers and do something that they're not supposed to do. And that's mm-hmm. win without Connor McDavid in Minnesota. And it was plus or 2.05, as I like to call it. Yeah. Uh, The Minnesota Wild have allowed more than 30 shots in three of their five games. The two games that they didn't, 27 and 28. They have not been very good at keeping teams off shot clock. 
Betway has the Oilers to get more than 31 shots and added even money. Tempting. That is nice. What's the face-offs? Face-offs. Oh, I got dragged (laughs) into the weeds of face-offs. You Oilers to win the most face-offs tonight, minus 110. So we'll go do... uh, Go do a quick amount of research here. Uh, the Oilers in face-off win percentage this season currently rank 16th in the NHL, dead in the middle. The Wild are all the way down at 28th. Ooh. Think about those numbers. There's an edge. There's an edge there. Uh, I know sorry, you, you, you did this to me dollars. last time. Uh, Aaron will be giving his picks on pregame with Bordzy later today. Yep. So uh, look forward to that. 10 um, likes away, sorry. 10 likes away. Did what was our goal? Likel? It's 97, 97 every day this week. Oh, we are willing it. I, yeah. And I like, to, and have you shared your storyline uh, for Heritage Classic on this show? Mm. Oh, yeah. My theory about, yeah. yeah. McDavid's going to be back. Yeah. yeah. I'm very confident. I, I'm with it. I'm growing I'm more and more confident by the moment. By the moment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Every second. Address it sold out, Jim. And what did he say? What did he, he say, Liam? He wasn't They're still promoting like tickets for sale. Anything could happen, basically. Damn right. Anything yeah. can happen. Woody, because he's in on the conspiracy. He's part of it. <laughs> it's a conspiracy to sell the last remaining tickets. Yep. Yeah, you got to keep the hope at least hope that Connor will play. So, well, then wanna, it'll just be like, it'll be like 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. You're already a few beers deep. It's game day on Sunday. And then the Oilers announce, oh, actually, no, they want to do, you want to do the reveal at the game. Yeah. Like he'll be out there for warm up, a little bit of a buzz. Like he might play, he might play. You shouldn't even take one. Starting lineup for your Edmonton Oilers at yeah. center. He should warm up oh, at Tyler. Rexall or at uh, Rogers. No, at Rexall. <laughs> Nickelback <laughs> playing in the background. Yeah. Burn it to the ground. Connor McDavid comes out between flames onto the ice. He's wearing a cape. Not just <laughs> my <Yes>. hero. <laughs> he parachutes in. <laughs> All right. Oh, that would be so good. The chat asked for it or someone just said something about a 16 leg parlay. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to okay. give you guys mine. I need to see the games, but I will give you Here, mine after. I'll put it up. Okay. I can't see it. So <laughs> <laughs> here's my 16 layer. Leafs beat the Caps. Blue Jackets beat the Ducks. Sabres beat the Sens yeah. at plus 150. Over in Carolina, Tampa. Devils beat the Habs. Under in Dallas, Pitt. Over in San Jose, Florida. Colorado beats the Islanders. Kraken beat the Wings. Hawks plus one and a half against the Bruins. Jets beat the Blues. Uh, Oilers beat the Wild. Vegas beats the Flyers. Yotes beat the Kings. Rangers beat the Flames. Canucks beat the Preds. $5 into 85 grand. You've already figured that out? Yep. That's it? That's my parlay. Make it 10. I already did it. 10 into 160 grand. You know what? This show isn't long enough for the three of us to go through this. So, um, yeah. I thought All we right. were just doing winners and then Tyler started picking yeah, the puck started, line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know he loves to tease the line and this and that. <laughs> I'm getting cute with it. Surprised you didn't throw you a know somebody off out there is going to hit a 16-team parlay tonight. No. Somebody oh, yeah. out there so? will. Yeah. Somebody. Not us, but somebody. And you just think, think so? that's what a night for sports gambling. Some, you have to think. Somebody in all of North America. Right. How much betting goes on. But think about the odds. Hey, we'll uh, wait tomorrow. We'll check. We'll check our feeds. And the odds plus one point six million. <laughs> no, then you'd win eight million dollars. That'd be nice. Oh, sorry. Plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Jay. You gotta move those decimal points. Yeah, well, that's what's so dumb. <laughs> Shout out to Betway nineteen plus. <laughs> so it's Please, sixteen thousand to one. There you go. Yeah. 
All right, uh, let's wrap up the show. New episode of Oilers Nation Radio going to be dropping this afternoon. Pre-gaming with Boardsy at 6 o'clock. Oilers Nation After Dark immediately following the game right here on the Oilers Nation YouTube. As always, we are live from the Sports Closet Studio. This has been a short for giant game day edition of the show. Need to give some love to Wendy, Star Mechanical, Betway, and Alberta Blue Cross. Also, these guys, Crown Royal. Tuesday night, 16 games. I did this on DFO Live, but just close your eyes. You're sitting on your couch, feet kicked up, crown and cola in one hand, phone in the other hand, Wendy's order all primed up on DoorDash. <laughs> That's your evening. How am I going to eat it? By my hand as a phone and crown. Well, once you're done ordering the DoorDash, you can put your phone away. Okay. Yeah, good point. Sounds nice. We got I'm, you covered. I'm peckish take- already, so... Nowadays, you're peckish? Well, no, right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry too. Um, but luckily for me, I have a bag of pizza for dinner, for lunch today. So no, I'll get into this no. bag of pizza. That's not the only food related or food and drink related thing I want to do. Aaron, get on camera. Aaron brought himself an oh, iced yeah. coffee today and said, Oh, I didn't do dishes. So his iced coffee. He's got a problem with me bringing a jar. Aaron, that's just a pickle <laughs> jar of iced coffee. First off, that's so much iced coffee. So you made it at home? I was, I had already had coffee and then I wanted to get nice coffee on my way in here. I didn't have anything to pour it into. So I said, Hey, I'm going to grab this jar right here. And Mr. Yeremchuk over here. I think that's insane. He's got an issue with it. You're, you're going to be up all night. Is, is Kennedy brought me this as well. Put it in your jug. Jeez, you're yeah. going to be buzzing. Yeah, you're or crashing. Hey, I go all day, all night. Leaf starts at 9 a.m. I got to do after dark. A long too. day for you. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Aaron and it's been his- a long day. Something in this was a song of a band I can't remember. It's a musical. Someone wants to know where my leader of coal is. Every day. I didn't finish it yesterday. I can't believe you just interrupted my musical interlude. Reminded me of School of Rock. A Nova Rides. Great film. Great film. They should have made a trilogy. Should have made it. Yes. Jack Black is amazing. Let's rock. Let's rock today. today. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give Ben the last comment. He says, Yanmark on the first line just saw. What are we doing? <laughs> we forgot to break that down. So apologies. Uh, that's going to be a wrap. It is one o'clock. Chat has my back. I know it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in today. We hit our like goal of 100 as well. We'll chat with everyone later tonight on pre-gaming with Boardsy. See you then. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.